I'm McKinney Smith. In 2009, while going through a divorce, I decided to jump straight into entrepreneurship. In 2012, I lost my sister and asked myself, what legacy do I want to leave behind? Since then, I've become a serial entrepreneur, helping other women publish their books, produce their podcasts, and reach their big goals to walk in their greatness. I realized the importance of sharing our stories of resilience and how it can be another's guide to walk in a manner worthy of their calling. We are blessed to be a blessing. So get ready to be blessed with an inspiring testimony. Hey, Faith Walkers, thank you for joining us on the Awaka My Stilettos podcast, where we have conversations with amazing women that are letting us step into their shoes. I help women to own their voice so they can create impact, prosperity, and legacy. I get inspired when I see another woman succeeding, but what interests me more is her backstory and her mindset on how she got there. So today's guest is about to bless us with her testimony, and since you're already here, you may as well subscribe. Today, we have Susanna Mihailovich. She is an elite-level performance coach and a Proctor Gallagher Institute consultant. She is in Bob Proctor's inner circle, and she's an internationally best-selling author and the founder and director of Your Two Minds, the mindset and coaching company. Susanna has always held a passion for human potential and an understanding of how to overcome barriers and challenges to reach greater levels of success. So please welcome to the show, Susanna. Hi there. Hi, Susanna. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on and share your story with us. Thank you, McKinney. It is absolutely my honor. You know how much I absolutely respect and adore and love everything that you do. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so sweet. I have, see, I have goosebumps already. Um, <laughs> you definitely <laughs> hold a, a special place in my heart. I love and adore you as well. And for those of you who are listening, I'll give you a quick little backstory. So Susanna and I both actually met at one of Bob Proctor's trainings for his consultants. And it was years ago. And we were both, I'm going to say, newer consultants at the time. Mm. And we connected that week while we were all in training. And I have just loved watching Susanna's growth. From our first conversation to who you are today is a completely mm. different woman. And I'm, and I'm sure you know you are so proud of yourself. But not only what you've been able to accomplish, but even in your confidence and who you are and how you speak, it's just beautiful to watch your growth. So I just wanted to, wow. to share that little tidbit. Thank you. Thank you so much. It has certainly been a journey, hasn't it? And just, <laughs> just a beautiful journey of um, spiritual unfolding. And, and I remember the first time meeting you, you know, uh, we were at a table and you started talking about your book and immediately I just... I was so attracted to your energy, to your soul, to your quiet confidence. Um, it's it has been quite a journey. Uh, yeah, so, such a journey. And uh, you know, we have <laughs> listeners from all over the world. We found out a few months ago that this podcast is actually globally ranked in the top 2% of the most popular podcast in the world out of over 2 million podcasts. And we have wow. an audience 
Thank you. We we have an audience all over Canada, the U.S., Australia, the U.K., the Caribbean. So for those of you who listening who are listening, Susanna, you are in Australia right now. So we're de- dealing with a pretty big time difference. That's right. <laughs> so I'm in the future. <laughs> it's Friday morning here, <laughs> and it's Thursday evening here. So yes, I love to start the show with an icebreaker question because. I believe that as women, we have all these different titles that we go by. And a title that I believe is not given enough significance is our names, because our names have meaning. And every time someone says your name, they're declaring that meaning to you. So I would love to know, Susanna, do you know what your name means? I don't know what Susanna, it's a Hebrew name, it's in the Bible, but I was born of Serbian parents. I was Mm -hmm. born in Australia. My brother was born in Serbia. So he was two years old when he came. He came to Australia. And um, in the Serbian culture and tradition, it's the godparents that actually name the child. So when, yeah, when my mother was about to give birth or a few months before I was born, they sent a letter. So we didn't have (laughs) the technology that we have today. So, (laughs) So it would have been a few months before I was born. She sent a letter to the godparents back in their home country, they gave her a list of names that they um, liked, uh, girls' names and, and some boys' names because she didn't know whether, you know, I was going to be a boy or a girl and, and and they chose Susanna. I love it. So, I love it. Yeah. yeah. I, I Googled it and Google says that Susanna means Lily. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And I love lilies. That's interesting. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. I I love the beautiful oriental lilies. They're my favorite. So that's very, very interesting. Hey, look at that. And I was just going to say, every time someone says your name, now you can think of lilies, but you already love them. Yeah, absolutely. I can think (laughs) of lilies. Yeah. So I want to jump straight into your story, Susanna, because you have come Mm -hmm. from so far and I'm sure that the women who are listening would love to know how you got to where you are today. Tell us your story. Sure. So I, I mean, I'll I'll be as short as I possibly can, but I'll I'll start with childhood, I guess. And the reason why is because I think so many women may be able to relate to my story in their own way. So as far as my, um, my earliest memories, so being a child of a migrant family had its stresses and um, and it wasn't the easiest, you know, circumstances to grow up in. So I've got the most beautiful family, the most loving parents in the world, but they were new to, a, you know, a foreign country. My beautiful mother had not even gone to the capital. She had only been to the capital city of Serbia, Belgrade, once. So they were rural farmers mm-hmm. and um, and my uncle came out to Australia um, for a better life because of, you know, a number of reasons and then, you know, brought my father and then my mother and grandparents to, to Melbourne, Australia. And growing up in um, a migrant family back in in the day was was quite tough you know we had like parents did not understand the language they were working very very hard in in factories there was a lot of bullying going on because you know we were different although there were other migrant families in the area and you know there was quite a tension when you got home because of the stress of the, you know the work and 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 trying to survive and I had the most loving grandmother in the world. She was just way beyond her years, way beyond her years. I have never seen this woman say a negative word. So it was really good to have 
that role model and that that safety in a person mm-hmm. you know that you're allowed to be completely yourself mm-hmm. but the I guess the difficulties I remember as a child in in primary school I think it's elementary school for you guys um, in the northern hemisphere mm-hmm. where I vowed to never ever be cruel to another person because I knew how that felt I knew how what it was like to be living it tough even though we were I was so young I knew what the stings of bullying you know you know the difficulties that came across or that that you experienced as a result of of bullying so I remember that day really well and I guess it may have been something natural. It may have been, it, I, I believe it was spirit because I believe as children, children, not that spirit is closer to us. We we just don't have the paradigms and the walls that we have as adults. But I knew that my calling was to be a world leader in spiritual uh, spirituality in some level and I had this really it was something that not many other people had but everyone noticed it in me like I would attract babies children teenagers adults you know um, senior adults I just had this something and Mm -hmm. I believe that something was the natural ability to connect to a person's soul I think mm-hmm. we all have it, but maybe because of the experience of, of you know, the hardships, maybe it was brought out a bit more. I'm not sure. Um, and I was naturally able to understand where people's blocks were and who they truly were beyond what you saw on the physical. Mm-hmm. And I just somehow understood how to help them get through those blocks. It was really, really wow. interesting. And yeah, and it was always people would refer to me as the special child, that the child that everyone is drawn to. You know, there was something, something, something about Susanna. Wow. So I knew my, yeah, and and I had the dream. I knew one day that I would be, I guess, doing the work that I'm doing now. So, you know, long story short, I went to university and I thank my father who, you know, he never had the opportunity for education. I was the first person in our family here in in Australia as well as in Serbia to actually pursue tertiary studies and complete a university degree. And so ever since I was a child, he he was like, you know, you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be a doctor. And I never wanted to be a doctor. But what that did for me when you experience such um, difficulties as a child and then you've got that one adult that is has got this big dream for you, even though it's not the right dream for you, mm-hmm. it makes you somehow know, but it's beyond a knowing. It's almost like a purpose that you have to fulfil something, something big. So I, I was always a really big dreamer. So because of my fascination, interest, this thing that I had, you know, inside me, uh, I, I went and studied psychology and then got a job. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> and 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 all of my adult life um and psychology was absolutely fantastic so fascinating loved it but when i got into a job there were limits i knew that we were infinite i knew that there was a spiritual side of us i knew that we were limitless but in a job you had to go by the rules and and right. regulations and you know and when you know our teams were working with people it was like well you take small steps but 
intrinsically, I knew that we were created for quantum leaps. So Mm -hmm. for over 20, 30 years, um, close to 30 years in my career, I was yearning to step out and do this purpose. But I was always afraid. I had a mortgage and then I had another mortgage. Um, So I felt like I was stuck in a job. Um, Mm -hmm. And then 2017, intuition was just so strong. It was just you either just quit this job. It was a senior job. It was a fantastic job with a great organisation. I had $500,000 in debt I was with two mortgages, Mm -hmm. no job after that, and I just decided to leave. Um, So January 31st, 2017 was my um, last day in full-time employment. Um, and the first six months of that was very, when I left, was very difficult because all I knew was paycheck. You know, I'd never had been mm-hmm. without a job. So I had to change some of my paradigms. And I think when you first met me in Makini, I was actually processing <laughs> all of those paradigms <laughs> and still in panic mode because it's like, whoa, you know, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so that's, yeah, so I set on a journey of, you know, living my purpose and, and, and here I am today. Wow. I mean, look at that. You know, th- there's so many, I'm going to say so many lessons within that from the childhood that you had growing up with mm. difficulty and you know, I think it's uh, Zig Ziglar that has that quote. So it doesn't matter where you start; it only matters where you finish. Because look at where you are now. Yeah. And then you look at you walking away from a career that you were in and making the decision that you were basically going to, you know, pivot and go in a different direction, and you you weren't sure. And again, mm. look at the results. Look at how how many blessings have come from that. You know, like mm. there's there's so many lessons within that that I hear. And even when you talked about, mm. you know, working for an organization, even though it's a great organization, but mm. their beliefs in taking small steps and their, you know, limits within how they function. And now mm. look at you in terms of, you know, the work that you're doing, the impact that you're making. Mm. So it's just, I, I love being able to have this conversation, especially with someone who studies the same things that I study, because you, mm. you get it, you understand we mm. are a product of the product, you know, our, our lives yes. have completely changed um, just from even studying this information. So Absolutely. even with your, your brand calling it your two minds, like what, what does that mean for you? So that, um, and it's interesting how that name came about. I was thinking of a business, it means something different to me now than what it did then, you know. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, but, you know, we're looking for a business name and um, I just couldn't find one that resonated and I had one that I just did not like for a little period of time. And it was during that time, McKinney, when I had just left work, I was waking up at four o'clock every single morning with sheer panic attack, like $500,000 in debt, never been in business, didn't have a job, did not want to go on government welfare support. Not that Mm -hmm. there's anything wrong with that, but I just, that energy was not right for me. Mm -hmm. So I was waking up for for quite a few months, three, four o'clock in the morning, every single morning, sheer panic where there were mornings I remember I had to pray because I felt like I was going to die. Like I just Mm -hmm. felt like, whoa. Um, and it was so one day I just decided to go for a massage and I was on a, on the massage table and finally I guess I had that five, ten minutes of 
you know, where I just let go and the name just came to me, you know, your two minds out of out of spirit. You know, it's never nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it at then it meant the subconscious conscious mind um, mm. and, yeah, it, it does mean that now. But, you know, through my learnings, through my experience, it's more than that. It's your two minds. Are you, you know, connecting to spirit or are you connecting to your fear you know the negative positive you know sides of your mind you know so there's so much more to it than than what it initially when it came through me it was this conscious and subconscious but it means so much more now wow I love how there's so many different um, meanings and how when you talked about the conscious and subconscious and living in fear versus spirit, like there's so many different, like so many different <sighs> meanings and yeah, but there's so many different uh, symbolisms that can even come from yeah. the term your two minds. That's, that's what I love about it. That's yeah, absolutely. So, and ultimately, if I could just add to that, you know, ultimately what I've learned and what I'm learning, because we're always evolving is we're really just one, you know, when you align yourself with the one, with the one spirit, with that one source, with with God who is in you, who is flowing through you, that's the only mind that, you know, you need to align yourself with. So, you know, I had that, that, that spirit was calling me. It was a part of me as a child. I knew it. I felt so much closer to it as a child. But then as you become an adult, there's responsibility. I have a job. What would my boss say? You know, how am I going to pay the mortgage? All of that stuff that splits your mind in two, right? Mm-hmm. So it took, even though I knew it was my destiny and my purpose to be doing what I'm doing now, I knew that as a child. But because of the expectations, the, my own paradigms, the paradigms, societal paradigms, like you're mad to be leaving a senior management job when you're $500,000 in debt and not knowing what you're doing, you know, all of that stuff really added to the confusion and the anxiety. And, you know, of course, I was in two minds, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, so now I am more and more understanding and knowing there's really one mind that you need to be connected to and listening to and the gift of intuition is a part of that mind yes I love it I love it and then I mean look at how you've transformed from where you were to where you are today like currently being in Bob Proctor's inner circle you're in the top one percent within the company is that correct yes that's right like congratulations Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) So I know what that means, but I want you to explain to the listeners what that means. I guess the easiest way to explain it is there are certain, you know, levels of success when you become a consultant, depending on how many people you have helped through your work. And um, I'm what Proctor Gallagher Institute calls a pin holder. So to put it simply, I think there's close to 5,000 consultants if I'm not wrong four mm-hmm. to five thousand and growing yep. Yep. and um, um, last year I was in the top 10 of those I'm now probably 13 or 14 um, out of the consultants in terms of how big or how many people I've helped doing the work that I'm doing congratulations that is amazing that is absolutely thank amazing you. so thank you tell us what inspires you the most about what you do Oh, spirit. (laughs) (laughs) My purpose. 
um, <laughs> that child that was, you know, that was yearning to do this, that knew that this was her, her, and I consult with her from time to time, would you believe, you know, that knew that it was God working through her. I think, McKinney, we are now at a really pivotal point in society and we're at a point where we can't deny it. We absolutely cannot deny today that the world is going to go into a direction and if we don't wake up, it's probably not going to be in a great direction. So Mm -hmm. if all the whole world has experienced, you know, everything that we have in the past year and We've heard spiritual teachers talk about this. You know, I've been on this this spiritual journey for a long time, past 15 years, you know. I've heard Eckhart Tolle say, look, you know, we're soon going to get it to a point where we're either going to awaken or we are going to destroy ourselves. The world's not going to be a great place. And it's Mm -hmm. come to a point where nobody alive today can deny that, you know. We are, we've experienced it. So, um, and it's really interesting. I'm getting chills right now just thinking of my journey and how long it has taken me to actually let go and follow my spirit and follow my purpose, yet it has actually it's come at the right time. My success in what I'm doing has come at the perfect time because mm-hmm. that child was called to actually wake people up mm-hmm. during one of the most difficult times that we we may be experiencing. So what drives me? I want every single person to know that they are so much more than what they have ever thought they were. I want every single person that I come in touch with to know that they are, you know, way more than what those kids that were bullying them at school or being a migrant child or or the limits that they've told themselves, the lies that they've held on to, I want them to wake up. I want mm-hmm. every single person to wake up to spirit, to their soul. You know, for them it might be something completely different to my purpose, but every single one of us is alive today because we we have greatness inside us. We are all alive at this time because we've chosen to be because we need to wake up. We need to wake up and we need to align to our heart, to our spirit, to the thing that we are meant to be in this life so that we can lift the vibration, so that we can we can move the traje- trajectory for future generations to actually also have a spiritual awakening. Mm. And and, and I also believe the spiritual teachers today have only touched uh, the surface of who we truly are. We've only scratched the surface. I believe that it's going to take, not everyone's going to jump on this journey. Um, And I'm not preaching, you know, I'm not preaching. I'm just really wanting and and inviting people to wake up and to open up to their own spirit and and to move beyond the limitations that they thought they had in the past and to start to get into their own connect to their own intuition raise their vibration know that there is know that they're being guided and looked after um, because that's what's going to to change our world for the better and that's Mm -hmm. what's going to leave future generations in a much better state than what we have ever 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 been in so that's what really drives me yeah I love it I love it Mm -hmm. do you feel that your adversities that you have been through and you know the rough journey that you started with is what has helped you 
in your understanding today in order to work with others? Absolutely. I think so. I think so. I have, I now have an ability, a natural ability to just really see when you're talking to someone, when you're coaching, whether it's group coaching or one-on-one, you can, you can almost read what they're experiencing without without the other person saying saying it. So, yes, I believe so. I would not change as hard as it has been. And even to this day, there are occasions, not as much, not as often as what they would be, but there's there are occasions where, you know, my past tries to come back and haunt me because there were some really severe um, experiences there, you know, very, very traumatic. Uh, so, but having said that, that's my past, you know, and I would never, ever, um, it, it is what it is and it's and it has happened for a reason or maybe not a reason, um, but, you know, I would never change it because it's my life, it's my beautiful family, I would never change them for anyone and I guess in some ways it's my gift. It's a weird mm-hmm. way of, uh, you know, referring to a gift but it's what has made me so, Yeah. So, yes, yeah. I, I do. I do believe that in some ways it has helped me. Yeah, I feel like there's a common theme amongst all of the resilient women that I've been able to have these conversations with. And I continuously say our pain birthed our purpose. And yeah. <laughs> I, I feel it. Yeah. I, I, I feel that in just speaking to all of you. Yeah, absolutely. And that little child, I can't even remember how old I was. I was probably eight or nine. I remember I was in my front yard and playing alone, it was quite a lonely um, childhood from, from t- uh, you know, at some times. And I remember the point where I declared to myself, I will never bully another person. And, and, you know, not that I was perfect. I've made my mistakes too. We all have. I'm sure I've hurt people, you know. But mm-hmm. the intention, you know, because I knew how that felt. So I think my purpose had really opened up when I made that promise to myself as a child. What advice would you give to a woman that's listening right now that is like unsure of even how to find their purpose? I have a lot of women ask me this and Mm. I I mean, I have my my own answers for them, but what advice would you give to a woman who doesn't know how to find her purpose or doesn't think she's found it yet? Often when we think we can't find our purpose, it's because we are so consumed with the worry the fear, the viruses in our mind that say that somehow we are not enough, not intelligent enough, we're not beautiful enough. For some reason, and it's fascinating, um, and I believe it's because of the, um, you know, historical trauma that society has passed on from generation to generation but for some weird reason I think every single person out there looks at another person and thinks I'm not like them they're different you know they're confident Mm -hmm. they're they've got something that I don't have um so I believe that's where the uncertainty comes from so I would actually suggest just let go of that just let go of it and connect to spirit and your spirit has been guiding you all your life that's why you're alive today that's why you've made it no matter what you've been through even if it's the most difficult experience you are here now you Mm -hmm. are here now so you have to start to trust that something inside you you your higher intelligence your higher self has has helped you survive so in the letting go of 
what we think we're not and all the paradigms and all the things that we've put in our minds, the, the viruses, you know, letting go of that and just allowing yourself to connect to yourself even if it's slowly, five minutes a day, if that's all you can do, you're going to start to open up to something absolutely so beautiful that it's been waiting for you to be ready, that it's been waiting for you in this moment to connect to it. You've got such extraordinary beauty, extraordinary talent, extraordinary genius that, you know, you're going to start to be in awe of yourself once you allow yourself to connect to yourself, to that part of you. So, you know, it, it's, you know, just try to relax, let go of the, the self-talk and, and your beliefs and, and, and try to connect and your purpose is there. It will come. It will come when it's ready. But even living your, your everyday um, aligned with your spirit that's living in on purpose purpose doesn't have to mean that you're going to end up being a billionaire with a massive global company mm-hmm. purpose can be that you just bring joy to your day today mm-hmm. purpose can mean being a karma woman that loves herself um, that is that is a great mother that is a great friend Everybody's purpose is different. And in you just being aligned with your heart, with your spirit, with your soul, just by you being you, you are making a huge difference. You are making a difference to yourself first and foremost. And that's a vibration. And you are just as important as everybody else. You're actually the most important person in your life, right? You are the you're you're a gift. You are the gift. You are the Amen. gift to life. You are the gift and, you know, you just by aligning yourself with you, then you're going to start to change your family, not even trying to change them, you know, your neighbour, <laughs> the person that you meet down the street. So that's how we create change. That's how we connect to our purpose. And I it doesn't it. have to be, yeah, you know, something, my purpose is mine, yours is yours, and there's no big or small. There's no big or small because everybody's purpose, every single woman that aligns with herself, her spirit and lives from that space is contributing to the higher betterment uh, or evolvement of the world. Amen. Absolutely. Mm. I I totally, totally Mm. agree. I want you to Mm. tell us what is one thing that most people don't know about Susanna? I guess... Now, people look at me and, and you know, I, I love what I do and I'm aligned. So when you're aligned, you do an incredible job, not that I can't improve, where well, I'm always improving. So people have a perception of that and which is great. That is a part of me. But I guess, you know, I'm like everybody else and I have days too where um, I'm not aligned. Mm-hmm where, you know, I can feel a little bit insecure past the trauma creeps up. Now, those days don't consume me over a week or months or years as they used to, Mm -hmm. Um, but I do have that too and I also have to connect every day to make sure that I'm opening up to spirit and my alignment too. So I think, yeah, I think it would be that that. 
Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for the transparency in that. Um, we actually released a podcast episode. Um, well, by the time this airs, it'll be a couple of weeks. But today we released a podcast episode with a psychotherapist. And she was talking about even in her profession as someone in the mental health care field, that she still struggles with imposter syndrome, that she's a human being, that she still goes through those things. So it's important yeah. for the women that are listening to hear the successful women like yourselves that they look up to, that they see as a source of inspiration to hear the real parts of you, your truth yeah. about still experiencing those things. So then they don't feel alone. They realize that it's, right. it's human. We're all, we're all human. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, they're no different. They're no different mm-hmm. to us. We're all the same, you know. So mm-hmm. when you have the level of trauma that I had, you know, occasionally something might trigger it where the anxiety starts to come up too and it's not a great feeling. I guess, you know, the the, the difference now is that I have a bit more discipline to, to help myself when those periods come up. But I have those too. I still get anxiety from time to time and, and my own insecurities. So mm-hmm. thank you for, for sharing that. I want you to tell people where they can stay connected with you online before we go to the final segment. Absolutely. So um, you can, you know, um, have a look at my website, yourtwominds.com. I do have a Facebook group too. So it's the Millionaire Roundtable where I share um, some insights and, and you know, uh, weekly um, information um, so they'd probably be the best two at the moment. So your2minds.com and the Millionaire Roundtable Facebook group. All right, perfect. I will definitely have the links in the details section of the episode so they can click and connect with you directly. They don't have to search too far. Great. Thank and you. for the, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. And for the final segment of the show, I call it a walk in her wisdom. And it's just a couple reflection questions. And you share the first thing that comes to mind, kind of like a rapid fire. Sure. All right. Name a book that has changed or greatly impacted your life. Um, a Return to Love, Marianne Williamson. If you could have a gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it, what would it say and why? <laughs> um, I love that question, that one. Um, so it would say either one of two things. You, capital letters, you mm-hmm. are a gift to life and life is a gift to you. And the other one would be be in complete awe of you. Mm. Okay. Name one of the most worthwhile investments that you've ever made. And that could be money, time, energy. Oh, the most worthwhile um, investment I've ever made. And I've made a lot of investments. <laughs> Investing in it is my personal growth, hands down, by far, my personal growth and, and the investment that I'm constantly making in my business because um, it requires both. It requires the personal growth and, and the investment. So they, they, they are hands down my best yep. investments ever. Uh, love it. Uh, and I totally agree. I say every day being an entrepreneur is yeah. a personal development journey. Yeah. <laughs> it absolutely, isn't it? <laughs> you it never so quite is. get there, right? It's like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're learning every learn? day. How do I need to grow? That's right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Um, okay. What have you become better at saying no to in the last five years? Oh, yeah. So that's, ew, 
What have I become? That's that's an interesting one for me because I, I am learning to say no. I'm still mm-hmm. learning to say no. I'm getting better at it. I think uh, saying no and closing the book to, to people that don't have a mutual, you know, benefit for both. So people mm-hmm. that actually, you know, are, are not a lot in aligned with your good. Yes, I'm learning to say no and I'm getting a lot better at, you know, letting go of people that don't serve me or my mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and what, that was a hard one for me to learn. <laughs> <laughs> what new belief, behavior or habit has improved your life in the last five years? Oh, God, I love that question. Uh, so put spirit first. Spirit knows. Uh, mm-hmm. So so the belief that I am the same intelligence, the exact same intelligence that has created the stars and the planets and the galaxies and the universes out there that we cannot see with the human eye with the best technology. Mm-hmm. The universe is infinite. It goes forever and ever and ever. And everything that it has created has been ease and flow. I mean, you know, there's a big bang and everything, but it's been ease and flow. Mm -hmm. And that energy, that same intelligence is the same intelligence that is within me. In Mm -hmm. fact, science is now showing that I am more that intelligence than what I am physical. I'm actually less than 1% physical. And the biggest breakthrough for me was living from that space and disciplining myself. I'm not quite there yet with this one, but I'm getting better and better to focus on source energy, on that intelligence rather than on my five senses. So we're so... Mm -hmm. Um, asleep we are so asleep we are so conditioned to focus 100% of our energy with the five senses yet Mm -hmm. the five senses is less than one percent of what is actually going on right yep absolutely and when I really started to understand that not with my head I thought I understood it for years but with my spirit inside me and I started to live from that space that's where the magic started to happen. That's when the ease and flow started to happen. And it's from that space that we find purpose, we have the the awe in life and we attract the beautiful people that we're meant to serve. Amen. I love it. Last but not least, what do you wish women would do more of? Oh, let go of the bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) And this is a woman that's in her 40s that still holds on to some of the bullshit from time to time but has taken her over 40 years. (laughs) Just let go and connect to your beauty. There's nothing that is, you know, we're so conditioned as women to think we're not beautiful enough, we're not this, we're not that, we're not, you know, we don't have the right skin colour, we don't have the right background, we don't have whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you know. Let it go. That is all crap. We are wasting time. We're wasting precious time holding on to that. You have more beauty, more power, more intelligence, more 
complete allness. I don't know how else to describe it inside <laughs> you than what you can ever imagine, but it takes the letting go of the crap, letting go of all those ideas in your mind that tells you that you're somehow not enough. Mm-hmm. And media and marketing knows how, they know how our minds work. Exactly. So, they focus know, on the lack. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. And we've got a generational focus on violence and things not working. So that's in our psyche. But it doesn't mean we can't let go of that. It doesn't mean we can't let go of that. Connect to your beautiful inner spirit. You have got it all inside you. Everything mm-hmm. is inside you. You cannot not be good enough. Mm-hmm. Just by being you shows that you are way beyond good enough. And you know what? When you open up and when you connect to that part of yourself, then you know that the universe is helping you because things start to happen. Things yep. start to align themselves. You know, not that you don't have challenges, but you start to wake up mm-hmm. and you start to know the truth of who you are. And you start to get ideas and the right people start to come in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and I believe, McKinney, that, you know, this is not something that we can procrastinate on. You know, we are at a crux right now and every single one of us, every single woman that is listening to this interview is being called right now. That's why you've heard this interview Okay, mm-hmm. there's no coincidences. Trust me, there are no coincidences to actually open up and connect to that power because that power within you is going to heal the world. Amen. Amen. Mm. And on that note, Susanna, <laughs> I want to thank you so much for taking oh. the time, for joining us, and for blessing us on this podcast today. I truly appreciate you. You are oh. on the other side of the world, but I love you dearly, and I cannot wait oh. to lose. You know, we're allowed to fly, and I can give you a hug again. <laughs> oh, I can't wait! You must come to Australia, okay? And I will yeah, spoil I will. you. And <laughs> I just, yeah. And thank you so much, Makini. Um, you know how much I absolutely adore and admire you, and it is my honor to be here with you and your beautiful followers. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and just blessings to everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you. And to all of you faith walkers out there, until next time, make sure that you subscribe on all platforms. Don't forget to rate the show and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Join the community of faith walkers and you can sign up for our weekly newsletter at awalkinmystilettos.com and be sure to grab one of my personal development books available online everywhere. And if you can think of, I'm going to challenge you to three women today that would receive value from hearing Susanna's testimony, please share it with them. Feel free to screenshot this week's episode and you can tag us on Instagram. You can tag myself at the real McKinney Smith and you can tag at Susanna underscore I'm going to spell it so I don't get it wrong. (laughs) M-I-H-A-J-L-O-V-I-C. And continue to walk. There we go. (laughs) And continue to walk in greatness in your stilettos in a manner worthy of your calling.